Welcome to Radio Baladi, the first Arab, Middle Eastern, and American simulcast radio show. Radio Baladi is broadcast every Friday morning on WNZK 690 AM from 8 until 9 Eastern Time on Good Morning Michigan with Layla Al-Husseini. Our call-in number, 248-557-3300. And now, stay tuned for the best radio talk show on Arab and American issues with your host, Layla Al-Husseini. And good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, or Thursday, I'm sorry, Wednesday, November 4. I'm getting the dates mixed up i've been up all night like everybody um and this is the ray hanania show i am ray hanania the special u.s correspondent and op-ed columnist for the arab news newspaper Uh, our show is brought to you every wednesday morning at 8 a.m in detroit 1 p.m london 3 p.m jerusalem 4 p.m riyadh and 5 p.m dubai and you know how tough it is to kind of get all those uh changing time zones coordinated after we switched uh, time zones it's unbelievable it's like math you got to be a math genius and obviously that's a topic we're probably going to be talking about this morning um we're brought to you by every wednesday on the u.s arab radio network on wnzk am 690 in detroit michigan sponsored by the arab news newspaper the middle east leading english language print newspaper with editions in Saudi Arabia, Dubai, Japan, Pakistan, France, and bureaus in London, New York, and Chicago. We're also simulcast live on the Arab News Newspaper's Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Arab News. And I'm just looking at that just to make sure that's coordinated. And yes, it is. Let me, uh, hang on, let me get that volume down. It's just too much technology, Dennis. Um, Joining me this morning to look at the preliminary results from yesterday's election and the grueling political battle between Donald Trump and Joe Biden are going to be two guests, Dennis Denno of Denno Research based in Michigan. Dennis, how are you doing? I don't know how I'm doing, but I'm happy to be with you. Yeah, well, Michigan turns out to be one of the few states where they have to decide something. It's going to be interesting to see what happens this morning. And then we're waiting for uh, Jeff Davis, uh, another uh, consultant from Illinois, who's going to help us also look at some of the races. I know he had one client yesterday, Jim Oberweiss, running for Congress and the Republican ticket, who uh, took out uh, uh, a Democratic uh, first-time, first-term incumbent, uh, last night, Lauren Underwood. So uh, he may have been celebrating too much last night. Let's hope he gets here uh, this morning. I did just text him. Um, but Dennis, that wow, what I mean, what this is the first time I've ever experienced an election <laughs> like this. Um, it seemed like all of the uh, uh, Things that we've known, the conventions that have been the process for voting in the U.S. have gone out the window. And I think the main reason is mail-in ballots, uh, the easier access to vote, 
um, which the president now is screaming is uh, corruption or fraud or whatever. I don't think he's going to get away with uh, stopping what's happening, um, but it sure has changed uh, the way we look at elections. What, what did you see last night as you were watching and this morning? Well, obviously, let's start with what's going on this morning. And thank you again for having me on. I mean, obviously, this presidential election comes down to six states, right? Uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania, Nevada, uh, and Georgia and North Carolina. And um, I can definitely speak towards Michigan where, you know, we have made it significantly easier for people to vote. We've made it significantly easier for people to vote by mail. Unfortunately, our, uh, our Republican legislature has made it uh, harder for clerks to count those absentee ballots uh, early. Um, and so I think you're, you're seeing a process that's gummed up unnecessarily. Um, you know, the good news for uh, Joe Biden in Michigan is that he's significantly closing the gap. He's only, I think, 12,000 and 12 votes behind Joe Biden, um, excuse me, uh, Donald Trump in Michigan. Um, I mean, obviously, there's still a ways to go. Trump could still win Michigan. But preliminarily, that's what I see. And from what I hear um, from other people I trust is that in those states um, that that haven't finished counting, that's the ballots in mainly Democratic areas and absentee ballots that haven't been counted yet. Yeah. And I tell you, you uh, mentioned a couple states. Let's just go over them for our listeners, because uh, the dynamics have changed. I originally believe that um, the person who wins the presidency had to take North Carolina and Ohio. Trump has taken Ohio, at least that's the uh, based on uh, the vote totals and what remains out there. And also, it looks like he's going to take North Carolina um, and maybe even Georgia. But the whole balance has shifted now to the upper Midwest, Wisconsin, Michigan and Pennsylvania. Um, if you can't take those states, he can't win. And it doesn't look good for him in Michigan. It doesn't look good for him in Wisconsin. Um, Pennsylvania, it doesn't look good because so many mail-in ballots are still out there. Um, he may not be able to win that state. And it looks like he's lost or is losing Arizona, which was, uh, you know, one of his states. And uh, he may not and. Of course, the Democrats, I think, are fighting over Nevada, which is uh, their state normally based on 2016 with Hillary Clinton. But, yeah, Michigan turns out to be one of the top spots that and Trump didn't do that great last time, but he won it with what, 11,000 votes. Was that what it was in Michigan? Yeah, it was like I want to say 10,800 votes. uh, Trump won Michigan by four years ago. Uh, And now uh, just uh, we've been joined by our friend uh, Jeff Davis. Um, from Victory Media here in Illinois. And uh, let's uh, get Jeff to unmute his, uh, here I go, sent you an unmute button. Okay. There you, there you go, morning, Jeff. Rick. Welcome. And by the way, congratulations, because uh, one of your no, big candidates Hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, we're, we're getting, more news, we're getting, more shocking news. Well, we, uh, we're concerned that there's uh, vote-by-mail ballots out there uh, uh, that haven't been counted as well. And just like uh, what we're seeing across the country, Democrats uh, outperformed on vote by mail everywhere. So uh, while we like being ahead at the moment and and we know the website says 100 percent reporting, 
yeah, in not. 2020, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's 100% reporting. And, and let's talk about your race just for a second. Uh, one of your candidates is Jim Overweiss, a Republican uh, legislator yeah. who challenged uh, Lauren Underwood, who is a first-time freshman congresswoman in Illinois. Yep. It's a Republican district, correct? Traditionally, right? Traditionally, uh, yes. But, uh, you know, anytime you have to deal with an incumbent, it doesn't matter. It's it's tough. And uh, with uh, about 380,000 uh, votes, uh, we're currently separated by 895. And how many mail-in ballots do you think are out? Because this is a micro uh, well, look at it, what's it happening is. across the country. It is. We don't know 100%. We think it might be an issue with one county. Ah, okay. And Dennis, I mean, I I'm, I'm listened to all the talking heads last night. Uh, on the one hand, they were kind of sad. The media was kind of sad because it did look like Trump was doing very, very well. Um, and I think there's a pattern that people were talking about. I'll get both of you guys to talk about this if you, if you want. Um, but we'll start with Dennis. Um, this idea that Democrats wait until the last minute or they mail in their ballots or they don't want to be at the voting booth. And Republicans do want to be at the voting booth so that they're looking at outstanding mail-in ballots and saying they're predominantly Democratic. And I'm assuming that's because Democrats have a greater fear of coronavirus and a lot of Republicans don't. So they go out and vote. Um, is it, does that make any sense or is there some other reason why mail-in ballots are leaning one way as opposed to another? You know, Ray, I think you made a great point about the virus and Democrats not wanting to wait in line. You know, I, um, I also, obviously the national party and the state parties were pushing Democrats to vote early. Um, and that's something that they've traditionally done when they've had the opportunity to. And, um, you know, I think for some reason, and I, and I don't know why, I'm not being critical, Republicans had no problem with their people coming in and voting on Election Day. And uh, Jeff Davis, what do you think? Does that uh, pattern make sense in terms of uh, um, why a lot of these mail-in ballots are Democratic and uh, Election Day voting was heavily more Republican and why Trump looked good in the beginning? with uh, the numbers coming out of the uh, voting booth. So I can tell you there's no consistency anywhere. So (laughs) there's none. Uh, And and I don't know, it's not even really state by state, it's county by county. You have county by county uh, clerks, at least certainly in Illinois, and I'm sure it can happen other places, where county clerks decided, one county clerk decided, I'm going to put in all the vote by mail and early voting first. And then others we saw, I'm only putting in election day votes first. And unless you knew which one you're looking at, they were dramatically different. So, and I think there are three different things. Vote by mail is uh, from from everything I've seen, 100% huge democratic uh, advantage early mail early voting i saw that it could be mixed in, in in one of the races i saw republicans outperform democrats on early voting and then election day was consistent uh 
Republicans outperformed. Um, in some other states, I think it's mixed on both of those two, but it, you really have to be able to look under the hood to know what you're talking about. And Dennis, out in Michigan, which is uh, one of the outstanding states, it does look like uh, they're waiting for mail-in ballots to come in. And that suggests that's Democratic, and the slim lead that Trump has is going to evaporate. Well, I mean, that's what Democrats are saying, right? It's that the votes that haven't been counted are the absentee ballots, um, which would make sense because it takes longer to process them. Um, I mean, Trump's lead is slowly getting is slowly shrinking in Michigan. Um, I think there's still 10 percent of the vote out, which is a pretty significant number when you think about it in a state as large as Michigan. Um, we will see. I mean, like, as, as you said earlier, Ray, I mean, Trump won Michigan four years ago by less than 11,000 votes. So who knows? I'm not even clear, to be honest with you, kind of dovetailing off what Jeff said. I'm not 100 percent clear which counties have voted and, and what ballots the county or not the county clerks, but the local clerks have opened and looked at. Let, one let's thing just that go I saw, Ray, go ahead, one Jeff. thing that I saw, Ray, that last night that was that they could be significant. In these metro areas, they were looking, and then this was at the time, so it was about three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so uh, things could have changed. And let me tell you, I just got back up. So uh, uh, Biden was running like ten percent behind in Milwaukee. Uh, when I say ten percent behind, I'm talking about Hillary's numbers. Uh, right, and then in Detroit. 10% behind Hillary's numbers and Philadelphia 10% behind on Hillary's numbers. Now, um, that could be uh, totally attributed to the vote by mail if they were out. But really, you'd have to go and look uh, at the how those county clerks are reporting and and then how many are out. I mean, that you're they should know how many they have uh, still outstanding. And, uh, it, it certainly is going to, going to take a few days. When I look at the map, um, I'm assuming that if, uh, uh, Biden can hold on to, Oh, he's going to, he's, it looks like he's taking Arizona and Nevada. If he can take Wisconsin, Michigan and Pennsylvania, he's won this election, right? Yeah. Yes. And let me just ask both of you then, um, what do you, uh, is there a prediction or are you guys hesitant to make a prediction uh, based on what we're seeing? Because numbers are still out, but Jeff, uh, how about you first? Do you have a prediction and what you think is going to happen based on what we're seeing and all the old predictions, you know, of how states have to go are thrown out the window. We're looking at a new ball game now, right? Yes. Uh, so, I'm not surprised about Arizona, um, although uh, I know some – actually, Fox News was the first to call it against the president, and they were – I know the president's uh, people were pretty upset, but it seems to be holding. Um, but you have to know this is kind of inside ball game. There was a set of Republican consultants that were never Trumpers uh, – some really big ones. So John McCain's top consultant, uh, among others, uh, that coordinated with, uh, McCain's wife, ex our widow, excuse me, uh, 
and uh, some people out there. And they, this was actually their plan was to upend Arizona because uh, so, they also were part of the map as well. But let me fast forward. I think it is interesting that Nevada hasn't been called yet. That's closer than what they thought it was. And that was dem- that was Democratic under Hillary. Yeah. And so it, it, at 3.30 this morning, they said it was close, but they said it was cl- tightening. Um, Georgia actually could be the key. I know they've got it leaning uh, to the president. If for some reason that went south, then it would be really problematic. But if you have to be uh, in the president's shoes, you'd actually like your position. And you always like it when you're ahead. Right. Uh, And and so, you know, as I said to you before, Florida, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, if he wins those three and holds everything else, well, he'd lost Arizona. So he's not holding everything else. So Michigan and Wisconsin do play. So, so that if, now if, every- if he if he changes Nevada, that means he can lose one of I think he can lose the Wisconsin. I think has ten. Uh, Michigan is sixteen, so he could lose uh, Wisconsin still win. Assuming the numbers of mail in ballots that are outstanding are Democratic, he looks like he's in real trouble. Uh, well, I mean, it, so it's just what percentage, right? So. If those mail-in ballots are are in and around Detroit, and only Detroit, and right. not yeah, but but only, it, it's a matter of it, or if they're in the western part of the state, uh, they just they might not be at the rate that they they are statewide. It's well, really it's, hard to tell, and yeah, unless, it is unless There's we can no... tell you where those are from, and I because I haven't had a chance to look at it, uh, I would leave it to to more uh in-depth look all right dennis um hang on just for a minute everybody because uh, we got unfortunately we got to take a uh, break and then but when we come back dennis i'm going to put the burden on you where do you think the election's going to go um and uh these states do you think uh uh they're gonna change uh it doesn't look like it i think jeff's right on with this this is uh if i'm trump i'm really worried and then we're going to talk about his uh uh, statement uh, early in the morning, I guess, this morning, where he said that he sees this as fraud and he's going to go to the Supreme Court, which he does control. I'm Ray Hanania, and you are... But he can't go straight to the Supreme Court. Let's be clear. He, he's hoping that that's where he's going to end up, though. <laughs> but let's talk about that after the break. This is the Ray Hanania show here at WNZK AM 690 Radio in Detroit. Uh, on the U.S. Arab Radio Network, broadcast live on the Arab News Facebook page, which has 5.6 million viewers. And I can see the activity on that page is just going through the roof. People in the Middle East are interested about what's happening here in the U.S. and in this election. I'm Ray Hanania. We're going to take a break, and we're going to be right back right after these messages. Read the Arab News newspaper for the latest on the U.S. elections, the battle for president, and breaking news and unique stories on Arabs in America and the world online at arabnews.com. The Arab News newspaper is the leading English-language newspaper in the Arab world with editions in France, Pakistan, Japan, Dubai, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and bureaus in London, New York, and Chicago. 
Join the more than 5 million people who follow the Arab News on Facebook online at arabnews.com. Ziad Brand. Quality products from our family to yours. Ziad Brothers Importing offers the finest quality products, including brands like Sultan, Kraft, Nestle, Hook, Rico Picon, Donna, and many more. Ask your retailer to carry these fine products because you deserve the very best. For more information, visit our website at www.ziad.com. That's www.ziad.com. Ziad, quality products from our family to yours. Are you going to start a restaurant or a grocery store soon? Do you need floor plans and designs? Call Naji Aboud at 734-744-9796. Do you want to buy kitchen and restaurant equipment at discount prices? Call Naji Aboud now, 734-744-9796. New concept products and design, the trademark of kitchen equipment. 5% discount on all purchases of $75,000 or more. New concept products and design, new location, 31185 Schoolcraft in Livonia. Learn more at www.newconceptproducts.com. Call Najee Aboud, 734-744-9796. When it comes to reproductive medicine, IVF Michigan Fertility Centers are the recognized leaders. With locations in Bloomfield Hills and five other cities in Michigan and Ohio, IVF has experts in all aspects of the field. As a founding member of IVF Michigan Fertility Centers, Dr. Nicholas Shama is one of the leading reproductive endocrinologists in Michigan and Ohio. Dr. Shama has performed over 10,000 IVF cases and has helped thousands of couples fulfill their dreams of parenthood. American board certified in both obstetrics and gynecology and reproductive endocrinology and infertility, Dr. Nicholas Shama is a very caring, compassionate, expert physician that understands not only the medical but also the emotional toil of infertility on his patients. When it's time, get personalized care from Dr. Nicholas Shama at IVF Michigan Fertility Centers in Michigan and Ohio. Call toll-free 855-952-9600, 855-952-9600. And welcome back to the Ray Hanania Show here at WNZK AM 690 Radio in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, on the U.S. Arab Radio Network, um, sponsored by the Arab News newspaper, uh, broadcasting uh, on the Arab News uh, Facebook page. Uh, the Arab News is a leading English-language newspaper in the Middle East with uh, bureaus and print editions in Saudi Arabia, Dubai, Japan, Pakistan, France, and bureaus in London, New York, and Chicago, where I am based. Um, I have two guests on the line, Dennis Denno of Denno Research, based in Michigan, and Jeff Davis of Victory Media Group uh, Limited, based in Illinois. Um, and Dennis, when we went to break, I kind of gave you a little more time to think about who do you think is going to win and why. Do I have How does it look at this point? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, look, I think if I, if I would, I'd rather be a pre, uh, presidential candidate, vice president, uh, Joe Biden right now. Um, just because I think Michigan, Wisconsin, and Nevada are breaking his way. And if those, my understanding is if those three states go uh, towards um, uh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden wins. 
Um, I mean, Georgia is really close and we'll see what happens in Pennsylvania. I mean, Democrats seem somewhat optimistic about Pennsylvania too. And Jeff, what do you think? Well, I gave a long explanation and didn't tell you really what I think. I would rather, I would rather be the president, uh, Trump right now. Uh, you always want to be in front. Um, that being said, cause then Biden has to chase, um, at this point, I I, so, I literally think it's going to be close, right? So it's uh, it's really there's an uncertainty out there, and it's it really is hard to tell. The president does appear to be leading um, in some of these key states, although when you look at TV, you're going to see the electoral vote numbers higher for Biden than for Trump, um, and a lot of the contested states. Um, right. look like those are Trump states if he's able to hang on to them. He's leading in those states, but there's still uh, ballots that are He has significant leads, but the question is there's significant amount of, of mail-in ballots and other things that can come through. It's just, you know, how many are out? I, I, I would think the campaign has a better number on those, meaning both campaigns. Um, so... It'll, and Den- it'll be close. And Dennis, uh, l- let's talk about Michigan a little bit because it's, it turns out that, you know, I didn't think Michigan was going to be that significant in this race, but it does look like it is going to be a significant state in the context of these other outstanding states. Uh, what's been going on out there in Michigan? I mean, Michigan is traditionally one of the most important states when it comes to a presidential election. Um, so, you know, again, we have 90% of the vote in, um, president Trump is leading by, I think 0.3%. Um, and outside of that, I'm not hundred percent clear, uh, which, uh, counties, uh, or what, what, I shouldn't say counties, but what municipalities within the counties have come in. And again, I don't know, like Jeff said earlier, I don't know if these are absentee ballots that haven't been counted or people who came in on election day. Who voted and they've counted those already i just i just don't know well maybe, yeah, maybe what it, we should... it's crazy ahead, how they, they're re... it's crazy how they've been reporting ray so we had one county in, in a congressional race we had one county that literally dumped all the vote by mail and uh i think they voted uh, vote by mail and early voting they dumped it all at once uh and in the same congressional race uh we had Another county dump all the uh, day of election uh, vote come in and no vote by mail. And then and then what they did was and I'm not kidding, they dumped all their early voting at once. So literally in, in this congressional race, we, we that, that is now down to 895 votes, uh, one candidate went up. 14,000, which was significant. And about four minutes later, (laughs) you know, with no uncertainty, four minutes later, the vote by mail came in and gave away 12 of those 14,000. So literally you saw, you know, and I had friends reporting out in DC and they're like, Oh, congratulations. AP has you up 15,000. I said, we're at 1800. <laughs> so, I mean, it can be, we want to talk about a roller coaster uh, ride. You know, it's crazy. 
And, and maybe let's just take a minute. Let's explain uh, the basics of this election and how it's different. I mean, it's worth going back over that to talk about it. Um, Dennis, what, what's different about the way we vote today than the way we voted before? And and also the counting. Because that seems to be why we're sitting here on Wednesday morning, um, different time zones, obviously, but early in the morning in Michigan and Illinois. And uh, we don't know who's going to be the next president. And uh, it's not even clear it's so close. Why is that? Well, I think I think it's one you're you're going to see a lot more people voting. A lot more people are interested in politics. Um, a lot more people are engaged. Um, so you're definitely seeing that. Um, you, you're definitely seeing a lot more people voting absentee. Um, absentee ballots take longer to count. Um, and I think we need uh, obviously this is a state by state issue, but we need to give clerks the opportunity to count those absentee not count, but at least process those absentee ballots earlier. Because when you don't, then you get stuck with this jam that we're in right now. Um, so I think those are the two big things. I think you see more people voting and more people voting absentee, which slows down the process. So mail yeah. in. Ma- Go ahead, Jeff. Well, I mean, so let's be clear. We're not in uncharted territory because oh, in, 2000, in 2000, we didn't know for 30 some days because of Florida and the chain, hanging chads and all that kind of stuff. Even in 2004, when everyone went to sleep, uh, we didn't know if Kerry had won or uh, Bush had won re-election. So at this point, we're not uh, in uncharted territory. But the fact of the matter is, uh, like you just said, vote by mail is up, you know, 20. I I mean, the, the, the amount of vote by mail is unbelievable compared to what it was before. So this should be expected. And vote by mail is basically like uh, absentee balloting. I mean, we've voted by mail in the past, haven't we? Well, there's the difference. Not at is, these Ray, numbers. The difference, Ray, in, in Illinois, uh, really, it's been no different than our absentee. In other states, um, I will tell you that they they mailed out uh, things without they mailed out actual ballots instead of in Illinois, we had to do a request for a ballot. Then you got a ballot. It really was no it, in Illinois. It was no different than absentee. In other states, they they did a lot of so a lot more uh, people receive ballots than than uh, previous. So let, let's let's kind of dissect that a little bit because that's interesting. Uh, each state has a different law regarding mail-in Absolutely. ballots. Absent, there's no consistency. That's one big problem. Correct. And then the second problem is in some states, like you point out, Jeff, in Illinois, I'm not sure what it's like in Michigan. You can't just mail a, You couldn't just mail an absentee ballot to somebody. They had to request it. Right. Can you imagine if you could just mail ballots, you know, to people you can mail ballots over and over again or, you know, you can just force somebody to vote almost um, and then they mail that in it. And I bet in a lot of states they just mailed them out, right? I mean, they just mail them to voters. How do we know they mail them, Demo- you know, that, uh, for example, Democratic uh, election boards didn't target Democrats to mail out ballots? How do we know that they left out, you know, they didn't leave out Republicans? It just seems that whole process is kind of suspect now. That it's uh, There's no consistency, and we're going to end up with problems like this. 
Well, I'd like to I'd like to address that for first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is this is kind of borderline Trump claiming there's election fraud and people are stealing ballots. Um, and, and, and look, there's there's no proof of any of that. There's no history of that in this country. Um, uh, voting is secure in this country and ballots are secure in this country. Um, and it's, it's very difficult to grab a bunch of ballots, to mail a bunch of ballots out. I mean, it's almost impossible to do, do that in any state in this country. Listen, I'll tell you, if you go back to 1960, when uh, Kennedy, uh, Mayor Daley, and the mob, the outfit, the Chicago outfit, stole the election by uh, maybe they didn't uh, steal uh, votes, but they uh, voted for dead people from cemeteries, and Kennedy won by a very slim margin. Um, this idea, I I have never, in all the years, honestly, as a journalist, and I'm not criticizing you, Dennis, um, I have never heard the media say that there isn't any fear of fraud and corruption in voting except during this election, that it's always been a fear that people have been uh, charged and convicted of voter fraud. It's always been a big story. When I covered Chicago City Hall, uh, every election there'd be voter fraud. Uh, now we're just talking about Illinois, but it's interesting. But you are right. Uh, there is some... Uh, politicizing of the claim that there's fraud by the Trump administration, him being on TV saying mailing in ballots is fraud. I think, you know, really kind of, you know, uh, oversteps the line, but we have to take another break guys. And then we're going to come back on. This is the Ray Hanania show on WNZK AM 690 radio. Um, I'm Ray Hanania. Uh, This is on the U S Arab radio network. And I'm running all the technology. I got to get a producer to kind of do all this stuff for me. I'm going to talk to the Arab News about this, um, make it a little bit easier because I'm flipping the screen so that we can do uh, nice screen grabs of each of you as you talk. And it's very distracting. On the line with me are Dennis Denno of Denno Research, based in Michigan, and Jeff Davis of Victory Media Group Limited in Illinois, both two very seasoned veteran uh, political consultants and uh, media operatives who understand politics as good as anybody in the country. I'm Ray Hanania. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back right after these messages. Kashat's Mediterranean Market and Shish Kebab offers a great array of your favorite Mediterranean meals. Meals range from lamb specialties, shawarma sandwiches, seafood dinners, and they offer special big trays of your favorite food, plus much more. Kashat's Mediterranean Market and Shish Kebab address is 32839 Northwestern Highway in Farmington Hills. Their phone number is 248-538-9552. That number again is 248-538-9552. And the supermarket is open from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Kashat's Mediterranean Market and Shish Kebab will definitely leave you satisfied. Water covers 71% of the world, and the Arab News newspaper covers the rest. With breaking news from across the Arab and Muslim world, and the latest on Arabs in America. Get inside the headlines with expert analysis and insight at ArabNews.com. Join 5 million Facebook fans who stay in touch with the Arab News, the Arab world's leading English-language newspaper, online at ArabNews.com. 
At Top Rehab Physical Therapy Clinic in Dearborn, we provide effective physical therapy sessions in order to limit pain and discomfort. Top Rehab provides physical therapy care for any diagnosis prescribed by a physician, and we regularly see and treat conditions such as stroke, TMJ, fibromyalgia, sciatica, joint pain, and more. We use a variety of pain management methods, including modalities, soft tissue mobilization, and therapeutic exercise. If you're in need of physical rehabilitation or physical therapy, get the highest quality health care at Top Rehab. Most insurance is accepted and we're open Monday, Wednesday, and Friday 8 to 6, Tuesday and Thursday 8 to 5, and Saturday 10 till 2. Call for an appointment today at 313-846-0555. That's 313-846-0555. Choose Top Rehab Physical Therapy Clinic on Michigan Avenue in Dearborn. Life's too short to be in pain. Get ready for an amazing experience at Ishtar Restaurant on 15 Mile Road in Sterling Heights. Enjoy excellent hospitality from owners Ali al-Baghdadi and Fatty Bottom serving the best in Mediterranean food. Try Chef Ali al-Baghdadi's famous shawarma, the best Iraqi grills and food, and the best Arabic and international dishes. Dine in our authentic atmosphere or take out. Call 586-698-2585 or check us out on Facebook. Ishtar Restaurant practices all CD guidelines and is open every day 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Have an amazing experience today at Ishtar Restaurant, 3625 15 Mile Road, Sterling Heights. Um, this is uh, the Ray Hanania Show here at WNZK AM 690 Radio on the U.S. Arab Radio Network brought to you by the Arab News Newspaper. It's Wednesday, November 4th, um, and it is the next morning after the American presidential elections and we still don't know who the president is or is going to be. We know the, who the president is. Um, he's at least into office until uh, the beginning of January. Uh, but we don't know whether he's going to still be there after January 20th or whether it's going to be Joe Biden, the former vice president. On the line with me to talk about all this is Dennis Denno of Denno Research based in Michigan and Jeff Davis of Victory Media Group Limited in Illinois. Jeff, go back to the Arizona thing. Um, that really, it, it's kind of a quirk that he's losing Arizona, but it yeah. sounds like you were saying that this is John McCain's revenge because he really yeah. hated Trump, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they did not like each other. Um, and a group of Republican, uh, consultants, and we're not talking guys that are inexperienced and local guys. We're talking guys that, uh, ran, uh, Senator McCain's presidential campaign did his media. There was a <clears throat> Steve Schmidt was one of them. Uh, Bush guys, they all kind of teamed up together, and this was actually their plan. Because I will tell you that if if Arizona stayed where it was in the red, uh, we probably wouldn't be having the conversation that we are right now. Because if he won that. Uh, meaning the, uh, Trump, he would only need uh, Pennsylvania or he would need Wisconsin and Michigan and not Pennsylvania. Um, that's why actually Nevada sitting out there actually looms pretty important. Um, you know, the fact that they haven't called that is kind of interesting to me. Yeah. And uh, that, that, uh, Seems, though, that, you know, maybe John McCain and his ally, the late uh, Senator John McCain, 
um, and his supporters and his wife uh, are getting their revenge on uh, Donald Trump, but they're doing serious damage to the Republican Party. I mean, just yeah, looking they, at it, I'm not saying they don't Trey. deserve they it. They, they were ready to leave. They just don't care. No, they they yes. they uh, they they are such anti-Trumpers. And l- l- let's be clear that I mean that's the way it is. And yeah. and uh, there's there's a sector of the Republican Party that um, feels that way, and um, they're one of them, and they're not shy about about doing it. But uh, that one of them was asked, "Well, don't you think you won't get any more Republican contracts?" And they're like, "Yeah." Some we, they don't care. we don't care, but but there's still a sector that they will. Wow. Dennis, in Michigan, was there any shenanigans like that, um, you know, behind the scenes going on that uh, Trump still has a lead in Michigan, but there's so many uh, mail-in ballots, especially from uh, uh, Wayne County and, uh, you know, that Detroit region, that there's real uncertainty in the air, enough, I think, to provoke the president uh, to come out, as he did last night, to say that he's worried about fraud. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, you know, I think 91% of the ballots are counted in Michigan. Trump holds a 0.5% lead. I saw that Wayne County, which is where the city of Detroit is, and it's our biggest county, and it's a very big Democratic county. I think only like 44% of the ballots have been counted um, so stay tuned on Michigan. Um, you know, as far as any sort of shenanigans, I can't really think of any. Uh, I know there were some Republican consultants who publicly came out as never Trumpers. Um, but, you know, when you have big national projects like the Lincoln Project, um, you yeah, know, blasting Trump nationally, you really didn't need to do anything in Michigan. Um, you know, they kind of did it, did it for for, you know, did it for everyone else. Right. Yeah, and there's a perception in Michigan that the Arab American vote uh, may have made the difference. But my sense is, looking at the polls over the last couple weeks, that uh, the Arab American vote in the U.S. was split. Uh, Majority for Joe Biden, about 66 percent, according to some polls, and still about 30 percent of the Arab American vote, a third uh, for Biden. Do you is that? apply to Michigan? Did you see that diversity in the voting? Do you think it exists there? You know, I'm going to be very curious to dig into numbers in Dearborn. So obviously Dearborn is a huge uh, Arab American population. I mean, anecdotally, and I, 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 this is just, you know, from what I've heard from friends and family, I think you'll see more Arab Christians voting for Trump um, and more uh, Arab American, Muslim Americans voting for uh, Biden. Um, but again, I, I haven't. I don't have any hard numbers. That's all just anecdotal. I'm curious, actually, Ray, have you if you've if you've seen the same thing? Uh, yeah, actually, here in Illinois, um, a lot of Christian Arabs tend to lean toward uh, Trump. Um, they don't get so much into the Middle East politics as they do into the uh, conservative politics of family values, anti-abortion, supporting gun control. Uh, prayer in schools, a lot of the things that the Republicans stand for, they embrace. And the Christian Arabs are less active in terms of fighting for Middle East peace or being upset about uh, Trump's Middle East uh, policies. Um, So, yeah, there's a little bit of there is a divide there, but uh, it's not an easy topic to talk about. Uh, The other issue that we have is uh, 
you know, there are 40, 50, the Republicans had 53 seats in the U.S. Senate and they have and the Democrats have 45 seats in the Senate. And I think there are two independent party senators that vote with the Democrats. So it's basically 53 to 47. Um, but there were a number of seats. It looks like eight seats that were up. Um, and I thought that might be an indicator of how the election was going to go. But I don't I don't think it really uh, reflect some of the states that, uh, um, you know, what you saw, of... right. I think, yeah, I think what you saw is actually, uh, Republican or some voters vote against the president and right. voted for the Republican U S Senate candidate, a uh, couple things. So I started to just, I've been looking at numbers here. So, um, it looks like right now that the, the Biden is ahead in Wisconsin. Um, barely he's he's now turned that a little bit ahead and i went to go look at those nevada numbers because last night i think uh about 3 30 um nevada i think the biden was up about uh 50 some thousand um and then but right now they say 67 percent reporting uh there's less than 8,000 that separate them in Nevada. Wow. So, uh, it, you know, and, and out no, without knowing any of how they're reporting either, you just, you just don't know what, that's why it's not been called. And, you know, just to go back to that, uh, to Arizona and the damage to the Republican party that the McCain's have done, um, that might explain why Mark Kelly, the former astronaut and I think husband of Gabby Gifford, Rolled. defeated yeah. Martha McSally, who is the Republican senator. Repub- I mean, it's, it isn't just Trump that he's damaging. Um, his supporters are damaging. He's damaging the Republican Party. If I were a Republican, I'd be upset about it. As a Democrat, hey, the more confusion that Trump sows in the Republican Party, the better it is for the democratic party. It's just amazing to me that it's like, uh, we're so close across this country, you know, they're within a few, you know, million votes and they can split the the country. It also looks like, uh, um, uh, Republican incumbent Cory Gardner was defeated in Colorado by John Hickenlooper. And although Lindsey Graham in South Carolina was, uh, reelected, uh, the guy there that they were pushing, um, Jamie Harrison, they really pumped the media, made him sound like he was a superhero Senate candidate, raising more money than any other uh, oh, yeah. candidate running for the Senate. Uh, and, and he got wiped out. It was a landslide against him. He wasn't he didn't do very well. Um, and, he, you know, so it just I sensed media bias in all of this. Um, and I think media bias plays into it. And I know uh, it's uh, a tough issue to talk about. But do you guys think that the media's role in the election is driving the results or are they just kind of exploiting it for their own benefit? I mean, look, the media, the media wants to, to, to grab headlines, right? And they want to get viewers. So, I mean, there is part of that. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. Do, do 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 people come out and vote more when their candidates down? Do people come out and vote more when their candidates up? I think that's a big question. 
Um, I think people are going to vote no matter what. I think you're going to see possibly record turnouts this year in this country for uh, our presidential candidates. Um, so um, I, I don't know. I guess I don't have a solid answer for you, but I do. I do question when people say that the media drives voters uh, out or, or drives uh, candidates one way or another or voters towards one candidate or another. Yeah, I don't know. I was watching uh, the uh, coverage on all the cable channels last night, and it seemed there was a little bit of a depression hanging over a lot of the news media newsrooms uh, when it looked pretty clear, like at that time, that Trump was doing very, very well. Again, not factoring in this uh, mail-in ballot, the delay in getting that there. But and this morning, it seems like they've changed. They're a little happier. They're, you know, I'm, I'm watching uh, uh, CNN and uh, just uh, how they're just there's a little enthusiasm about the fact that Trump could be on the verge of losing. We got to take a final break. Uh, and uh, when we come back, we'll continue our discussion here with our guests, uh, Dennis Denno of Denno Research, uh, based in Michigan, and Jeff Davis of Victory Media Group, based in Illinois. I'm Ray Hanania. We're going to be right back right after these messages. Read the Arab News newspaper for the latest on the U.S. elections, the battle for president, and breaking news and unique stories on Arabs in America and the world online at arabnews.com. The Arab News newspaper is the leading English-language newspaper in the Arab world with editions in France, Pakistan, Japan, Dubai, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and bureaus in London, New York, and Chicago. Join the more than 5 million people who follow the Arab News on Facebook online at arabnews.com. الأكل الشامي الأصيل فقط بدماس كوزين زروهم على 28841 أرشد لك بفارمينغتون هيلز ولطلباتكم اتصلوا على 248-987-4609 That's 248-987-4609 دماس كوزين and catering جبنالكون الشام لعندكن When you're looking for the best in optical care, Dr. Imad Nakash is your doctor to see. With years of experience and thousands of successful procedures performed, you can trust your eyes to Dr. Imad Nakash. See Dr. Imad Nakash and his professional staff for your eye care needs. There's two locations to serve you. In Hazel Park, call 248-336-3937. 248-336-3937. In Rochester Hills, call 248-299-3937. That's 248 248- 299-3937. 
Life is a nonprofit charity that's provided humanitarian aid and development to people and communities for over 25 years, regardless of race, color, religion, or cultural background. When disaster occurs here or around the world, Life for Relief and Development rushes in to provide food, medical aid, and shelter to those in need. Please help improve these efforts. Make your tax-deductible donation to Life now at lifeusa.org or call 248-424-7493. And outside of the chads from 2000, uh, what are you going to tell people about this being the most memorable election we've been through? How how are you going to describe it, but Jeff? What what are it's, you going to say about that this story? Election? Isn't over yet, right? We can't we can't describe it until we finish it. it See, and it, I and I thought when I I thought when I scheduled this show to talk about the after election, we'd be talking about who the winner was, who the loser was, who was uh, controlling the Senate. Who's control? Well, the one thing we can say is the Democrats will have control of the House, correct? Yeah, and it looks- I think the last I saw that they they needed to flip seventeen seats. Uh, I think at one point last night they saw four, um, which is not one that I'm involved in. Uh, so I, yes, they will you may flip- have flipped one. You may have flipped one of their seats out here in Illinois. Correct. With your work. But um, and the importance of that is that they would want a veto proof vote. Right. They needed seven. No, they're going to lower. So they they expected actually, you know, running up to the election that you kept hearing, they're going to add 10 to 15 seats and and uh, Republicans flip four uh, or plus four is what I saw last night. To be honest with you, I have no idea if that's accurate or not. Uh, I believe it was but i think it was like at two or three o'clock in the morning so either way it's not to the number that they were predicting going into it dennis if they uh if the democrats take the senate you know they only needed a few seats there and they they won't taken it you don't think they will then huh jeff i'm just no. gonna ask dennis do you think they will or no are you in uh, i mean it's gonna be tough i think they're they needed uh basically four because we lost alabama i think we've picked up uh, one or two right we picked up two arizona colorado right. so we need two more georgia's going to go to a runoff i don't know what's going on in maine with that's going to go to a runoff um and then there's the other georgia seat so it, it gets kind of the math gets kind of tough for democrats to even get a tie in the u.s senate yeah because that's michigan's good. flipping right yeah, Michigan is is flipping right now. We'll see. There's still ten, yeah. I think, nine or ten percent of the vote left. Wow! And then and uh, he's running ahead and, of the president, though. He is. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Why is that, Dennis? You know, I think I think John James um, is not as controversial a Republican candidate as um, Donald Trump. Um, I think he did some uh, great TV ads. He was on TV um, from the start uh, where Donald Trump wasn't. There's a few times where Donald Trump pulled out of Michigan. Uh, I think John, Donald, uh, John James, excuse me, the Republican candidate for U.S. Senate in Michigan, you know, has a great story. But, you know, that being said, he hasn't won the election yet. All right. The uncertainty of the election here in the United States. We only got a few minutes left. Anything else that... Uh, you think is memorable from uh, this election this week that um, that we should be go ahead, Dennis. Yeah. Well, besides being on the Ray Hanania show, um, I think the other memorable thing, uh, something that, that interests me is that Donald Trump won Florida pretty easily 
the uh, yeah. the the people of Florida voted for a, a fifteen dollar minimum wage, which I, I just think is kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, normally, Jeff, these would be the states you'd say, "Wow, he took Florida." What happens to Ohio? We're not, are we not going to write about Ohio being the no Republican can ever get elected without winning Ohio or Ohio picks the president every election? If Trump loses, this is an election they didn't pick. Well, right. But I, I, I said to you that that changed a few weeks ago. I said you watch three states, Florida, North Carolina and Pennsylvania. If If Trump wins all three, he's a winner. And uh, I still believe that if Pennsylvania goes his way, I figure uh, Michigan probably will stay. But but l- let's be clear, it's 2020. No one can predict uh, too much in, in the future right now. And Pennsylvania, as uh, I was listening to one of the election uh, uh, commissioners there, they're basically saying that they're going to take their time. It could take three to four days to count all those outstanding ballots. Um, if we don't get a decision in Pennsylvania, do you think we're still going to be wondering who won the election at the end of the week? Jeff or uh, Dennis? I think it'll play itself out a little bit when you, if you get the other states done yeah. and so completed. There, yeah, there's no ske- there's no sense of schedule here, is there? Well, look, I, mean, I think I think by the end, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut, cut you off. I think by the end of the day, we should know what happened in uh, Michigan, Wisconsin and Nevada um, and hopefully Georgia and North Carolina. I, I don't I don't think by the end of today we'll know what's going on in Pennsylvania. But if we know those other states, um, it might not matter. Right. And then he may win. All right, guys, listen, first of all, I want to thank you guys. I know you guys were up all night last night uh, covering this. Uh, and so was I trying to see what was going to happen. My head feels like I was watching a ping pong game going back and forth in all these different states. But I want to thank my guest, Dennis Denno of Denno Research. Do you have a website, Dennis, uh, that you want to promote or a Facebook page you want to direct yeah, people uh, to? DennoResearch.com. All right. And Jeff Davis of Victory Media Group here in uh, Illinois. Jeff, do you have a website Just or the Facebook Twitter, page? Twitter's to- at, at JDDavis33. J.D. Davis, 33. All right. I'm Ray Hanania. I want to thank everybody for joining us this morning, Wednesday, November 4th, um, here at WNZK AM 690 in Detroit, Michigan, um, on the U.S. Arab Radio Network, sponsored by the Arab News newspaper, the Middle East leading English language paper. It's uh, We're still waiting for the results. Uh, we'll probably have to schedule a whole new show now to figure out what happened in the presidential election, it's really going to be uncertain. I don't, I, there's no prediction. I, I have a sense that I think that Trump was leading and winning. Um, but now this big question about these mail-in ballots is really kind of raising the issue as to whether he can survive that. And that really opens up a new door to a new era in election politics with different processes and different procedures. I'm Ray Hannity. I want to thank everybody, including all our sponsors and everybody at the uh, Arab uh, News Facebook page for joining us and watching us. We'll be back uh, next Wednesday here at WNZK AM 690 in Detroit, Michigan, and I hope you'll join us. Bye-bye, everybody, and thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Ray. Thanks, Ray.